Welcome to the Tate Talks podcast. This podcast has been very kindly sponsored by JumpCloud for MSPs. JumpCloud for MSPs provides managed service providers a platform for delivering modern IT services that are identity-centric, cloud-native, and vendor-agnostic. Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode. Today I had a chat with Gavin Garbutt, who is the co-founder and chairman of Augment, but you may know him also as the co-founder and CEO formerly of Enable. We spoke about both of these, plus his love of sailing and much more, so hope you enjoy. Hi Gavin, thanks so much for taking the time to join us today on Take Talks. Chris, it's my pleasure. Yeah, it's been a very, very long time, as we were just saying. I know you, and I guess most of the listeners will know you as the kind of co-founder and former CEO of Enable, and now co-founder and chairman of Augment. So I'm really looking forward to getting to know you a little bit better personally and professionally in the course of this podcast. I'm sure you've got some fantastic uh, stories to tell. So before we get into the kind of business stuff, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, something that maybe the listeners aren't going to know, some fun facts, something interesting, what do you get up to? Sure. Well, uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've had eight startups, um, all different types of industries from uh, industrial semiconductor. I had big operations actually in the UK uh, with, uh, with that. And uh, grew that to about 500 people and took it public and then ended up selling it to a South Korean company, um, had, a, had multiple software companies, did a, did a business with uh, our eldest daughter, which we grew to a multinational uh, marketing platform. Actually, that was right after I sold Enable to SolarWinds. Uh, she was coming out of university, built a, a big company, sold that to a uh, Advent, a $34 billion PE firm. And actually, that's when we started um, Augment, because I was looking for my next project. And uh, Derek and I got together for uh, dinner, along with Mike Cullen and Frank Colati, the whole Enable crew, uh, pre-COVID. And we did our six months, good fine wine and good steak dinners. And uh, we were chatting about, you know, there's no multi-tenant solution for SaaS management and SaaS security. There's all these, you know, service now at the enterprise, Flexera, Better Cloud, but no multi-tenant solution for the channel to be able to manage and secure cloud applications. Um, and, and, you know, this was exactly the reason why we started Enable back in 2000 was because there was no multi-tenant RMM solution for the channel. So uh, Derek said, Derek being my very first employee at Enable back, uh, he started with us in 2000 as VP of Marketing Business Development. He stayed on with SolarWinds. He said, yeah, let's do this. Um, and Derek and I are, are, are good old friends. We also do lots of uh, offshore sailing. Um, I've done a couple of transatlantics on my boat, one of them solo. Uh, had great fun being caught in two hurricanes people in Florida, I really feel for them. I've, I've been out there in my boat in that uh, and hit by a rogue wave and survived. So uh, uh, I love a challenge and I, lo- I, I, I love to do adventures and uh, Augment is yet another adventure. Yeah, absolutely. The, sa- the sailing thing's fascinating to me because I live kind of right in the middle of the UK, so probably as far away from the ocean as you can get, which 
in the UK terms is like 90 miles, right? So it's not as though right. I'm in the centre of the US or the centre of Canada. But even so, it seems a long way away. And so I know that you do an awful lot of and transatlantic sailing must be, especially solo, must be so frightening. So that's kind of, uh, that's pretty inspirational in itself. Exhilarating. It's it's like, you know, having a startup. Uh, and, uh, you know, so many of our customers are business owners who have a startup and it's it's exhilarating sometimes. Yeah. And you took me back and I made a quick note here, wine and steak, because you, I'm so pleased that you're still kind of in contact with the Enable guys. But I remember going for meals with uh, Mike Cullen and David Weeks, and it was very much wine and steak. That was kind of their thing. I think that uh, from memory, Mike's a bit of a wine buff, and uh, it, there's always, always we're always fed and watered really well on Enable dinners. So yeah, I don't know, and I guess you were paying for that. So yeah, I appreciate it very much. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> um, so you've just touched upon it a little there, actually, but. Um, Pre-MSP, what was um, what was your sort of background to getting to the point of, of Enable? How did you how did you get there? Well, well, funnily enough, um, I, I had no channel experience before that, and it was really I, I was at a cocktail party at Christmas time in '99, uh, uh, and I just finished selling a, a, a software company, a, a dot com company, uh, just in time. <laughs> Uh, and uh, and I was chatting with the with the bar, and you know we were a couple of pints in, and uh, and I I said, so what could you do to your business next year that would really transform it, like really drive your growth, profitability, productivity, what did it, whatever it is you want to do? And uh, this guy had about a ten million dollar turnover of our business, and he said, man, he said if I could only remotely monitor my customers. IT stuff, the hardware, so that when they called with a problem, I could send out the truck with the part the first time, not roll the truck, go and figure it out, roll the truck back to get the part, roll the truck back again to fix it. He said, my, I would I would literally double my pro profitability or triple my profitability on my technicians. And I looked at him and I said, are you crazy? Like there's HP OpenView, you know, CA Unicenter, BMC Patrol, uh, Tivoli. And he said, yeah, yeah. But he said, you don't understand. He said, those are single tenant solutions. They're crazy expensive. They take forever to deploy. And I said, wow, this is a big opportunity. Because I obviously went and investigated. It's multi-billion dollar software <laughs> at the enterprise level. And, and I spoke with a number of enterprises and they all said, yeah, like we can't operate without this stuff. And then I went to and spoke with a bunch of bars to, to, you know, see if this actually made sense to them. And what I found out very, very quickly is that this fellow in Ottawa was a total innovator in his thinking. And the bars love to have their screwdrivers in their hand in front of the customers fixing stuff and being a hero. Uh, and the customer didn't care about how they did it, just as long as they did it. And so this, this was... Uh, I said, well, I don't care. We're going to teach the channel because if I can take these businesses, help these businesses go from 3% EBIT profitability up to 30%, they're going to love me and they're going to buy a lot of my stuff. And so this was all, Enable was all about the, the proactive monitoring, 
um, and then getting to the managed services, increased productivity of the technicians so they could go from managing 125 devices to 250 to 600 devices per tech. You're charging 60 bucks a seat and all of a sudden your profitability goes through the roof. So we, we started building uh, the Enable product and uh, it took probably three and a half years before of hard educating in the market before we got our first inbound marketing call saying, hey, I hear you sell a remote monitoring and management solution for the channel. Uh, so it, it was, um, we, we slid down a rusty razor blade for uh, probably three years, very uncomfortable. And now everybody's got one. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's staggering to think now that uh, with the RMMs and MDMs and things that are out there, that this stuff didn't exist, right? In the in the MSP space, you're right, it, it existed in enterprise. But without, without right. this, then there wouldn't be the MSP industry that we know now, right? Because it's all been based on automation and proactive work, which is all been made possible by RMMs. So it, it's crazy to think that, that um, the whole industry has um, kind of sprung up around that in the years in between. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's just absolutely fascinating to see the transformation. And so, you know, this is the the idea with Augment is, okay, the channel understands managed services now, and they understand remote monitoring and management and automation of services. And so, so now with COVID and remote workforces and the distribution of, of IT moving to the cloud and all of the data going to the cloud and the new endpoint being the, the applications, um, the, the MSPs would have to expand their traditional network-based managed services to include managed SaaS and SaaS security services. So, you know, the, the, that, that was the journey. Uh, we needed to help the channel understand that this was going to be the new direction of the industry. Um, and that the network would eventually become more of a commodity type of uh, part of IT and everything that was important to the end customer is around the cloud applications and the cloud as far as IT goes. Yeah, fascinating. And I think that probably leads into the next question. I think you probably partly answered it, but I'm curious if you've got any other thoughts on kind of what would you say some of the obviously take your head back to 1999 when you kind of first saw the challenges that they weren't called MSPs then, right? But the kind of VARs or the resellers or the IT companies or whatever. What would you say in 2022 are the sort of big challenges that MSPs, as we would now call them, or MSSPs, uh, or vendors uh, would face into 2023? Well, I, I think the the for for the for the for the MSPs and MNSPs, um, it's going, just going to be the next evolution of their business. I I, I do think this is um, a, a much smaller seismic shift, but it's still a seismic shift. In that, as I look to 2023, um, I believe that MSPs will be making their money off helping customers administrate and manage and secure their core SaaS stack. So there'll probably be five to 10 applications that the MSPs are going to have to get good at that are 
critical to the customer and they'll help the customer with the onboarding, offboarding, password management, MFA management, all of that kind of stuff, leveraging, you know, RMM for SaaS and SaaS security uh, tools like Augment to be able to do all of that in a very efficient way. And, and they'll charge, you know, 10 bucks or 10 pounds per month per application. And then they'll charge an, another amount for security audits, et cetera. Um, but, but the service stack is going to change. Uh, and, and that's what the channel is trying to figure out right now, right? They, they went from managed services and they saw the network value uh, deteriorating and all those router switches servers going to the cloud so they couldn't make money off of it. So what do you do? Okay, I go to security because that's a hot topic and uh, great, but security isn't going to be enough unless you're a purebred MSSP and you focus on security. But if you're a managed service provider, you, you need to support the customer. And really at the end of the day, all the customer, the business owner at the end customer cares about is what's gonna drive my, my businesses productivity, competitiveness, profitability, and keep my team members happy, right? And keeping your team members happy is a very big deal these days. And, and that's all around them being efficient and productive and having the right stack of applications to make their lives easier and to help that business progress. And you think any one of our businesses, you know, we run entirely on SaaS applications. And if our apps are not integrated properly and working together properly, then our team members are complaining because they don't have access to the right information. And so, so I, I believe uh, that MSPs are gonna have to get good at a number of apps. The first app they'll get good at is Microsoft 365. They used to be good at the server, the, the small business server. And and now they you know now they have to start actually configuring and monitoring and maintaining the security policies and postures and helping the customer with the onboarding, offboarding, password management, et cetera, et cetera, MFA management for Microsoft. And then they'll add the next one. And it might be Salesforce, it might be Adobe, you know, what whatever the key applications that their customers used to drive the business is what I believe MSPs will become experts in and will make really good money. Just like the early days of managed services, you know, you were there, you were in it. Uh, the smart guys made a lot of money delivering fixed fee managed services and they did it efficiently with high productivity from their employees where the break fix guys were just firefighters and, and their productivity was low and the profitability was low. Yeah, but it's, I mean, I'll, I'll throw it out there. I wasn't the one that made a lot of money out of it. I did, okay, just in case anyone's wondering. But a little bit of uh, disclosure. This is, it's fascinating as you're talking because the, the we, we were an able partner for those that, that aren't aware back in the day at Orchid IT. And we were, we were sold on the dream of enable um, because you'd come along and they, you'd say you've got, 16,000 alerts or monitors on an exchange server or a SQL server or or whatever. And I guess no one could have foreseen at that time that those servers wouldn't exist in that form anymore going forward. It's So that's the change that's happened in the industry. Yes, and, and that is a seismic change. The, you know, people working remotely, working in a hybrid environment, um, the, the applications not being network focused, but being cloud focused, 
And so, so, you know, there needs to be an adjustment in the services that are delivered if we want to be that, that trusted advisor for the end customer. Because again, the end customer does not really care about their network. And they, they want to make sure they have the right stack of applications to make sure their employees are, are working and happy and that they're competitive out in their market space and that they're winning the day. Um, and, and by the way, Mr. MSP, can you help me be secure? That'd be great also, because I, I do want to be secure, but I want to go out there. My business needs to make money and my team members need to be happy and empowered. Yeah, and I think that's a good point. The team members being happy and empowered in the, in the, and that's another change that's happened in that the application stacks with the SaaS, as you know, there are tens of thousands of different SaaS applications. Whereas back in the day, everyone was probably running Outlook, for example, or Microsoft Office and uh, Excel. Now there are so many different SaaS applications, almost to do to solve every individual problem. And people, people are coming into the workplace growing up with the app culture that they can just find an app to solve a problem and and to go to in to dictate to them at work and say you can't do that you've just got to use this application that's much more difficult than it used to be i think people's eyes are a little wider open now oh absolutely and and for example our discover module categorizes 22 diff, 22,000 different saas applications and and that number is growing every month because there's so many new apps coming out. As you say, they get more and more specialized and, and employees download these apps because they want to help you know, improve the way they do their job. It's not for malicious intent. And, uh, but the problem is then they leave the company and they leave with the company data because the company doesn't control those apps. So all of a sudden their data is gone and that application might not be secure. It might not, it might not be ISO or SOC 2 or whatever. It might've had breaches in the last 90 days. And, and today most businesses have no clue. And I, I guarantee you based on, on um, you know, all of our partners going out and doing audits on their customers, a 50 user organization will say, oh, yeah, yeah, we use about 20 applications. We go in, we do an audit, and there's usually 60 to 80 applications in use. And the, and the customer's going, what the heck? <laughs> what, what are all these applications and what, what's, what's in them and what data is going? And, you know, and, and so to be able to see exactly who's using what applications, get notification when uh, unapproved applications are being used so that you can then talk to the employees and say, okay, you know, let's understand, is this a secure app? Is it, is this, a, should we add this to our approved list? And if not, great, we, we have two other applications that do the exact same thing. And that's where we want the corporate data storage. So can you please use the appropriate application? So it's, it's a lot about training and education, but you, it, if you don't measure, you can't manage. Yeah, and I think, and I also agree totally that, and I've had this conversation with others that generally, I'm sure there are exceptions, but generally this isn't malicious from employees. They just want to get their job done, right? And they want to do it by finding a, a tool to enable them to do it. I guess their primary concern isn't that where that data resides and the security of the data, but they just want to get want to get their job done so that they can move on and do other stuff. So uh, yeah, I think that's a good point. Yep. Okay, cool. Well, a bit of a gear change now then. So let's talk a little bit about what you do to either learn or relax in terms of books, podcasts. I can see you've got a fantastic library behind you there of uh, very serious looking books. But um, <laughs> are you a book reader, audible 
books or podcasts? What, um, what do you kind of do? Yeah, well, I I I love uh, so books. Yes, I do. I, I actually collect some first edition historical books. Um, I I love the old swashbucklers, Captain Blood, and uh, you know the Three Musketeers, and uh, Dumas is one one of my favorite old authors. Uh, so you know, I definitely. Uh, love, love reading. Um, also like the iPad. So I, I like the old paperback, but love the iPad. And um, I, I love TED Talks. I listen to different technology uh, opportunities. And uh, so I, 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 I like to learn from other people. And my goal is always to be the dumbest person in the room. And uh, if I can, if I can be reading and listening to really smart people and what they've done, and I can get a little glimmer of an idea that we can then take and put into our business, then I'm a happy person. Right. Well, I can assure you, you're not the dumbest person in, in this room today, and there's only the two of us. So uh, <laughs> read it to that way you win. <laughs> so, I mean, the final question, and this has been really interesting. I've loved sort of catching up, but... Um, the audience of this podcast is mainly MSPs. I'd say, you know, there's probably a few vendors, but 90% MSPs. So if you could give them one tip, you know, that uh, they could do to improve their business or grow their business next year, the year after, or efficiency savings, or just a tip for their business in general, what would you kind of recommend that they do? Uh, honestly, I, and I, and I, don't want this to sound gratuitous or, or anything else because, you know, I am the chairman of Augment and Augment is a SaaS security and SaaS management platform for MSPs. But the reason I started, Derek and I started Augment is because I honestly believe this is the future for managed service providers. And I believe every single MSP, just like they have an RMM for network management, network security today, they need an RMM for SaaS management and SaaS security. So honestly, I, I know this sounds like I'm going to benefit from this, but go to the Augment site, download your free 100 licenses of all three of our products. They're free for life, no strings attached. Nobody's going to do anything. It's just free for life software. And try it and learn, start learning to expand your traditional managed services to include cloud services. That would be like expand your services to include cloud security and cloud management. That would be my one advice because if they don't, they will probably not be in business five years from now. Wow. Okay. And that's, that's powerful advice when I guess from 1999 with the, when you thought of enable that probably would the case people that didn't embrace RMMs, they probably, those guys probably aren't in business anymore that didn't transition from break fix to MSP. No, or, or, or they are just literally still VARs with a three to 4% EBIT business. Yeah. Which okay. doesn't sound a lot of fun. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Well, Thanks so much uh, for taking the time to join join us today, Gavin. It's been really insightful. If I if I can make one prediction, is probably we may be back here in sort of ten years time when you've got your next uh, new business. Because I, I suspect that you you can't give this up, right? You are you you. Look, it's clear talk. that you love this. Yeah. I'm I yes I'm serial. I, um, I I I can't stop. It's uh, I'll be ninety and I'll still have a project on the go. <laughs> 
Well, uh, yeah, well, hopefully we could talk then and hopefully yeah, you can carry on getting some time to do your uh, your sailing and uh, stay safe out there. I'm sure it uh, gets pretty dangerous. Thanks, Chris. And I, I look forward to seeing you soon. All right. Take care. Bye for now. has been very kindly sponsored by JumpCloud for MSPs. JumpCloud for MSPs provides managed service providers a platform for delivering modern IT services that are identity-centric, cloud-native, and vendor-agnostic. Using JumpCloud's open directory platform, MSPs can iteratively replace point solutions by unifying device, identity, and access management. To learn more, please visit jumpcloud.com MSP or email the team at partners at jumpcloud.com.